Hello and welcome back to Tells. Hi, Andrew. Hi, Lucy. How are you? I'm okay. I'm hanging in there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here we are on another episode. I did not think that we would have to do or would have an experience of an episode where it comes after world madness, um, tragedy, and for anybody who doesn't know, Las Vegas experienced great loss. Um, somebody thought it fit to terrorize some concert goers on Sunday night. And yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't know how to feel about it. I don't want to, uh, I don't think it's not talking about it, but lately I've been thinking about how our life is made up of all these moments and it is okay to have opposing feelings and thoughts in the same mind or in the same brain. Hmm. So yeah, I've been much more affected than this, than I thought I would be. And, uh, but I have to remember that there is still so much good because I saw Las Vegas come together in a way that I've never seen before because in my time living here, we've never had to, right? Or not mm -hmm. that I know of. And uh, we have to celebrate that. We have to celebrate the love and people coming together and all the rest of the country supporting us. And yeah, it's a tough, it's a tough one. I don't know. I don't, I didn't even want to record a podcast, but I feel mm -hmm. like as I've been thinking about these moments, I always have... They are things to be grateful and to be happy about, even in the darkest of times. And I'm trying to sort of wrap my head around that idea mm -hmm. um, before I spiral into depression or just fear about how awful this is. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, I obviously agree with all that. And there's been a ton of um, positive slash, you know, beautiful things that have come out of this awfulness. Uh, as you mentioned, the community has rallied together uh, in a pretty awesome way. And we were just looking a little bit earlier today at uh, one of the GoFundMe pages that has raised something like $8.8 .8 million for the victims' families, um, because there's going to be a lot of people with medical bills and people missing work days and all sorts of stuff that the that they'll be sorting through um for a long time in their lives so that's that money should be pretty helpful i would imagine um and then there's you know we, we're, we've been trying to make a uh, blood donation appointment it seems like you can't just show up at one of these blood drive places it's there's so much there's been such a response that you have to make an appointment and all the appointments are booked like through the next handful of days at least so we're just going to try and keep an eye on that, see when we can get in there, because apparently blood has a shelf life. And even, you know, beyond the first handful of days, there's going to be a, a need for more um, as time goes on, as people are you know still in the hospital. And, but yeah, it's interesting. Like you're saying, uh, it's tough. Like, who are we to like sit down here and do a podcast and come up with something, uh, you know, profound to say about such an insane event? I don't know. We're not like... We're neither trained psychologists nor trained uh, media people. So it's 
pretty difficult to try and like think what's the right thing to say at this at this time. But uh, there's been so many messages on my YouTube channel sending you know thoughts from everywhere. You know, it's an international audience. Um, so there's been a lot of people who are, you know, sending their love. And I think people just like hearing uh, a voice that, you know, they've been listening to for the past whatever time period. I've had the channel for almost a year now. And some people have said uh, in the comments that when they heard about this, when they saw it in the news, like I was the first person that they thought of, which is really strange to think about. But, you know, it's like, I guess we're based here in Vegas. People don't really spend that much time here. Um, you know, they make trips occasionally, but we're just associated with Las Vegas to some people. So I think just uh, having a voice come from that that location where shit went down. And, uh, you know, hearing that voice again is good to hear, I guess, for, for some people. And talking about blood drives, uh, I used to give blood in South Africa. Okay, so maybe you know more about it than you. <laughs> no, no, uh, not not like the shelf life or anything like that. I used to, no, no. I used to give blood a lot. Do you know lot. what type of blood you have? I do not. Okay, I don't need I think that. I forgot. I, I'm sure they told me at one point, but I don't remember. But at one point in my life, I was too skinny and too anemic to give blood. So then I couldn't give blood anymore. They said you were too skinny? I, Get out of here? I was too skinny. Come back after you the Big Mac? <laughs> they didn't want you to faint, right? Because that's part of, that's why they give you like juice and cookies so mm. that your blood sugar will stay elevated. So like as soon as you finish, they give you like cookies and donuts I saw in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. One guy had an Instagram post said I came for the donuts. I mean, it's just to, you know, sort of lighten the mood. But now I do not have that problem. I am neither too skinny nor anemic anymore, which is great. So for me, it was like, oh, this is something you can do on an ongoing basis, right? We don't have to wait for mm -hmm. like a huge event to go and give blood because people, you know, are, get operations all the time or, you know, car accidents and there's always a need for blood. So yeah, just a reminder, which is one, one thing, which is good. Um, I heard from people in South Africa I haven't spoken to in years. That was amazing. Uh, it's just like you, right? Because for them, I am the one connection that they had have to Las Vegas. Right. And that was really special when because that was all that was happening for the first like hour or two. It mm -hmm. was just everybody texting or calling um, to ask if people were okay, mm -hmm. which is inspiring because last week we were talking about how we don't really talk to each other and, you know, connection and it's there. And I think we just need to cultivate it being all the time, not just when bad stuff happens. Yep. So. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. The one other thing it's like about these comments um, where people say, uh, I'm glad you're safe and, you know, stuff like that. It's, um, I was talking to my friend Ashley about this, um, who is having a, she was actually there at the event and, uh, it's been obviously incredibly tough. Um, and you know, people say, uh, thank God you're okay and stuff like that. And, uh, it's tough to, it's weird because you don't really know where to place that. Like, yeah, because I've had a, yeah, sorry to cut you off, but it's like, I'm glad everybody I know is okay. I'm like, ah, uh, actually, yeah. we're all human, so it doesn't really matter whether you knew that person or not. Yeah, I think it's like you know they obviously mean well. They don't really know what exactly to say, as does 
basically nobody. Right, so, because you know, just it's like... want to say something and be like... It could have been anybody. Yeah. Well, Vegas is such a small town. You know, everyone's connected. It's like, it's pretty hard for you to not have like a friend of a friend who was at that show. There's like 22,000 people there or something. Right. You know, Vegas is... I've always said Vegas has a huge reputation, but it's a pretty small town. Um, so it's hard. To, it's hard to say, like, you know, uh, or hard to process when someone says, glad you're OK. You know, it's a balancing act between talking about the, the hard things and focusing on the positivity. Right. Yeah. And I think we it's OK to accept both. It's OK, because that is always the case. Right. There's night and there's day and. I think just paying more attention to that, you know, like one part of my life could not be working and another part is working great. And I need to acknowledge that good that is happening in that part. And Mm. yes, deal with or try and resolve the part that's not working, but Mm -hmm. just be in so much gratitude and acknowledge it. Because a lot of the time I might just ignore it altogether and mm-hmm. not even pay yeah. any attention to like it. Like professional poker players, they just assume, you know, they deserve to win. You know, they put all the work in and, you know, when you run good, it's just normalcy. And when you run bad, it's, you know, bad feelings all over the place. Cursed, so, cursed yeah. to all sorts of things. Yeah. You got, you have to, uh, actively acknowledge positive variants, you know? Yeah. On that note, you, uh, <laughs> won a little tournament on the weekend. I guess. Yeah. I mean, it's like, it's silly. It's hard to like talk about poker stuff when this is, when this stuff is going on and make, like make metaphors like from poker into something that's like, you know, such a massively important event uh, for humanity. Anyway. Tell us about your crushing. We won a tournament. E-sport. What is it? E-sport players? Esports. So, what players. does esports mean exactly? Because I saw a headline the other day that said esports is blowing up. What I imagine it means electronic sports. No, no kidding. So no you, kidding. So like, to, what what does it encompass? Like, what are people? Does it include DraftKings type thing? Is that esports? Like, uh, no, the fantasy football stuff. Is no, that, esports is like competitive gaming. As in video games. I say like World of Warcraft is a popular video game where so, people compete against each other in it. Is that the only umbrella of esports? So you play against other people? Yeah. Okay. I, th- I assume or, so. I mean, I I, don't think perhaps it, you can play against the computer and then like whoever gets the highest score okay. is the champion of that esport. I mean, I'm not exactly super versed in this stuff, but... Uh, you didn't ask all... Seven of the people you were playing with? I wanted with? to try and get to know these guys more, but unfortunately some things developed you Saturday. played the tournament on Saturday. I watched a little bit of the stream. It was, what is it still on? What so is basically it? Unibet is an online poker company that was hosting a, a poker event over the weekend at the Win. One of the tournaments or one of the events that they were um, hosting that was on the schedule was a nine person sit and go. That was supposed to feature nine esports heroes. These guys all have these guys and girls all have Twitch channels that uh, a lot of people are subscribed to. Um, they have a pretty good following. They're fairly well known in the esports world, and some of them play poker just you know recreationally, some more than others, and some of them don't play poker hardly at all. And one of the guys who was supposed to be there dropped out at the last minute. I got the invite in that person's place. So it was eight esports folks 
and one professional poker player. How do you feel about your win? Do you feel a little bit like you stole the win <laughs> because you play more hands that than I they stole have the win? ever played or probably uh, will ever play? I was a little, yeah, I was a little worried about that, that, I, that they were going to be like, well, who the hell's this guy? Like, why is he here? It's supposed to be a fun event, not like some professional who's going to come in and like make it not fun for anybody. So yeah, I was a little bit worried about that. So is that why you played so poorly and almost busted and you had like <laughs> 1000 chips left and you started with a stack of 20,000? No, that's not all your bad feelings. That is not why I played poorly. Uh, <laughs> I played poorly because I just played poorly, ran kind of poorly in some spots. But uh, yeah, they actually took it like much more seriously than I was expecting. And they played tough. They played good. Luckily, it worked out in the end. And, uh, yeah, when we were down to four people, um, I, you know, made the suggestion to pay to move a little bit of money from first place into fourth place, you know, just to kind of lighten the mood a little bit. Was <laughs> the know? mood pretty somber at this point? The whole thing was like much more intense than I was expecting it to be. What did you talk about? Because it was a very chatty table. I don't think I could hear all the conversation. No, I, it, you're listening to the commentators mm -hmm. who pronounced your name, Nim. Andrew Nim, Andrew Nim, Nim. <laughs> and then one guy was just like, Andrew, just Andrew. That's, um, that's easy. But what did you talk about? Because it looked like a very fun table to me. Just all sorts of stuff. It looked very serious. We talked about poker. Uh, we talked about Vegas. One of the esports players had just moved to Las Vegas uh, about a year ago. So we talked a little bit about that. Yeah, we talked about streaming, you know, talked about what they do. Um, Hafu, she says that she streams just about every single day no days off and i said wow no days off and she said it's it's not work so she just loves it that's awesome yep are you considering a career change after playing with the esports yeah it's uh it sounds fun i mean they all love it and yeah they were all finding the poker like to be extremely intense and a couple of them were like, man, this game is not for me just because they, they said they were shaking when they got into big hands. Um, so did you tell them funny. that it, it goes away? Sort of. It goes on the inside. Maybe I still shake and tremble. I know on the inside. And outside. <laughs> you always used to give me, I used to ask you how you stayed calm mm -hmm. and you, and you said to me once that, um, is it calm or calm? Calm. Calm. How you are like a duck paddling furiously oh, yes. beneath the surface. Yeah. So that your heart still races when you get yeah, into big hands. I still get elevated heart rate. Not, yeah. Not as much as I used to. And it's still like, I can still tell that it's slowly improving, but it still happens to some degree. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it was like that the first time they streamed and they were like, oh my gosh, am I going to make a big idiot of myself? Yeah. So yeah, that was... That was Saturday. Yeah, that was Saturday and and then Sunday, which was not what we were expecting. Um, we did get some listener feedback. I love listener feedback. Uh, what do they say? <laughs> well, we got a message from Joseph, and Joseph said he wanted to voice a thanks to Boosie for the tip of deactivating notifications on my phone. It has made me really? discernibly more happy and connected with the world away really? from the blue screen. Wow. So Joseph living a better life. Thanks to tells. <laughs> That's cool. So he turned off all his notifications. Yeah. By the sounds of things. Uh, and where are you on this spectrum? Uh, as far as turning them off. 
Well, all my Facebook notifications are still off. Aside from that, they're all on. <laughs> Hitting me in the face, left and right. Notify, notify. You just are obsessed with that. Um, and Victor just said he loves the podcast. The podcast always seems to keep me on the edge of my seat and you stir emotions. Victor said he was still trying to work up the courage to talk to a stranger about a non-weather topic. Um, and he said maybe later this week. And on that, I wanted to say, I mean, most people are just so yeah. lovely. Yeah. I think that I'm, I think what goes on in my head is they're going to think I'm weird. And that's why I don't want to say things. To, to talk people. to them? Yeah. I, I think about that all the time. And I'm, I, I, I wonder if what I'm going to say is going to sound completely stupid. It never, it never does, though. When I listen to you talk to people, I think you're great at it. Your elevator chatting game is on point. <laughs> My elevator chatting game. Yeah, mine is abysmal. But I also thought if you don't want to talk, right? So you just have to think, have maybe two or three topics. I mean, in Las Vegas, the easiest topic is where you're from, right? So you're always going to learn about somebody's past because 90% of the people who live in Las Vegas are not natives, right? So yeah. if you're in Las Vegas, here are some tips, but I guess they work anywhere in the world. One of the topics is where you're from, but instead of trying to tell somebody what you think about where they're from, because perhaps you've been or not, yeah. just ask them another question. Be like, yeah. oh, you're from Kansas. Tell me more about Kansas. <laughs> I haven't been. And then you get people to open up because I was just chatting to a girlfriend and um, I was, we were talking about conversations and I was like, for the most part, I've noticed myself sometimes in conversations wanting to just get to the point where I can tell you what I think about it, an issue or a topic mm -hmm. and not really listening. Because mm -hmm. if I was listening, then I would ask you more questions mm -hmm. to get clarity that's part of the reason why we don't con have conversations, I think, because then uh, get you to come to my side of things, you know, like switch your view to my view. Yep. And it doesn't have to be like that. A conversation can end when two people still disagree and that's okay. And you go, oh, thank you for teaching me about You're not going to hate that Kansas. person. You're not going to hate that person for not coming to your side forever no of course block not. them out <laughs> block block them ghost them as the kids say i'm not gonna ghost them the point i'm making is that it doesn't have to be okay so what else can you ask resolution him? what else can you ask him other than where you're from at the grocery store i usually ask people why they're picking that certain item if i've never tried it or i encourage them or I don't know if encourage is the right way, but I agree with them if they're picking up something that I really like. So if you're picking up crackers or nuts that I like, I'm like, aren't those delicious? So what if it's I'm something you hate? You're like, you should then not you be, do not need to talk about that. You don't want to be picking that up. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's obviously there's a lot of personal oh, those, preference. Those crackers are very bland. There's, that is not necessary. Andrew likes the balsamic vinegar <laughs> triscuits. Check them out here in aisle six. That's not necessary. No, no. No, it's not necessary at all. Okay, what if you're not at the grocery store? What if you are... In the lobby of a, hallway a, somewhere. of a hotel? Take notice of somebody's appearance. Maybe you like their shoes. I think we just 
focus on things that are positive, right? If you don't like their shoes, don't say you don't like their shoes. Nothing come, good comes from that. But you could say, hey man, nice shoes. Hey man, nice hat. I do that a lot now, especially since we started making merch. Mm-hmm. I love to touch people's hats. That's true. And you I go, freaking a lot of people out. <laughs> and I'm like, nice shoes or nice backpack or whatever the case is. Uh-huh. Uh, but just take notice and compliment someone. You have no idea what that could do for somebody's whole mm-hmm. day. There's so many topics. I'll have to write a list. Yeah, and let's give make it a list. On, no, we'll make a list and put it on our uh, website. Of topics. What do you <laughs> think are some good topics? Because you know. talk to people I'm not sometimes. I'm very good at it. I don't think. I think you, you. I think it's a skill that you have that you're just naturally good at. I don't think it's a skill that I'm naturally good at. I'm good at like stopping and thinking about what I want to say, recording that into the camera, and then. Once I say like two sentences, stopping the camera, thinking about the next two sentences, <laughs> and then starting it up again. <laughs> and then cutting out the dead space in between the two clips. So it makes it look as close as possible to a uh, fluid <laughs> stream of thoughts. No, I think it's less true now. Uh, I think you've gotten very good at talking into the camera and even just talking to people. Yeah, maybe. The one trick. Mm-hmm. I think, I don't know. I might one, have learned this from... One, one weird trick. <laughs> one weird trick. I might have learned this from my dad. But just ask somebody about themselves. Mm-hmm. All right. I'm just going to compliment people. Yeah. Left and right. And compliment Compliment them. Ask them. If you ask them a question. Doesn't it? Yeah. But doesn't Just it, one question. Isn't it like, don't you run the risk of it being like very superficial? No. No? Doesn't matter? It goes... It all takes practice Mm -hmm. and you're trying to sort of break the ice, right? So, yeah, um, who knows? Who knows what difference uh, something like that can make in someone's life? You're right. I think it makes a big difference. And I think it's not just so that we can have more awkward conversations. It's just maybe learning to connect a little bit more with Mm -hmm. somebody and not waiting for something tragic for us to connect as beings but yeah yeah, those are just some tips from the chatterbox (laughs) is that you (laughs) yeah i talk a lot yeah you do but it's balance between us no you talk more than i do these days so thank you for the comments please write us let us know what you think of the podcast what topics you might like us to discuss andrew likes relationship questions as you all know i demand them actually (laughs) you demand them and thank you for everybody for supporting our hometown las vegas yep it's a big thank you i don't think i have the skills or the words to say what i think should happen yeah, no. Well, I mean, I think I think it sort of stems from what we're trying to get at with, you know, talking to people or at least what I think you're trying to get at with talking to people like who knows what was going on. It's very mysterious that this this dude, uh, there's like no signs of anything like even his family is is flabbergasted completely and just, yeah want people to talk to each other and yeah and, let, and not be so afraid because the fear causes us to pull away from one another 
when I think we should be leaning more into each other as we have all this like technology and stuff that keeps us in our own little world and gives us an illusion of safety. Um, I am still shocked at how many amazing people I meet every time I go out. And of course, there's always one person who makes everybody look bad. But on the whole, I think they're just so many more amazing, good, kind-hearted people. And that's where we need to, that's what we need to bring out in each other, right? Because obviously we need to find ways to prevent mass shootings from happening and other acts of terror. Um, But yeah, I think see each other and bring out more good in each other. And I think only other humans can bring out good in other humans. I don't know if my cell phone can bring out my best me, unfortunately. (laughs) So I don't know. Your Instagram stories are pretty on point. (laughs) That brings out my best me. I highly recommend checking out Pussy's Instagram stories. (laughs) And one can only wish that you would create more Instagram stories. Just just saying they're they're great. They're really good. Thank you. That's very sweet. I've told you that off (laughs) off camera and on camera now. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for listening to Tells. Thank you for allowing us to talk and try and process what our little city has been through. And we'll catch you next time on Tells. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having us on your podcast, listeners. See you next week.